Good morning to all of you this morning. Thank you for coming and joining us. If this is your first time, this happens every morning sometime, and wherever you are, you're welcome to come and join us. Um, we just share a little thought for get you going in the morning. And so uh, please do, if you wanna share it with others, that would be great. We just passed Memorial Day weekend, and yesterday we were remembering those who paid the ultimate price for us here and to keep ourselves free and how they have given their lives. And some of those uh, tributes that were given yesterday were very moving. I hope you were able to watch some of them. We had a very rainy day here yesterday, so we couldn't get out, so I had a chance to see them to have happened today. I wanted to continue on a little bit about uh, the concept of affliction. Now, affliction, um, you might say, well, in the news, there's a lot of things that are happening that are quite puzzling, like this couple, this elderly couple that went to their grave of their son almost every day. And while they were out there, for no, unre for no reason, it seems like they were murdered, just murdered as they were there at the grave. Other crazy things happen like that. And you have to ask yourself, where is God in all that? Why wasn't God pretending? He certainly could have if, he, if we believe the scriptures. Why wasn't he there? Why wasn't he helping? It's a very difficult and hard concept to talk about because the whole issue of why God lets suffering in this world raises up some important things. Well, several years ago, I was reading a book called Affliction, written by Edith Schaefer. Edith is the wife of Francis Schaefer, and they in Europe had uh, quite a Christian influence in their writings. Maybe you have read some of them. If you haven't, I invite you to. They all both have gone to their rest now, but they were quite wonderful evangelical Christian people and did a lot of good. Well, she wrote this book called Affliction, and evidently, people had raised a lot of questions with her about why God lets this suffering happen. She cited several examples in the beginning of the book of the horrible things that had happened to innocent children and to others, which just seems so out of uh, character. Well, I would like for you to um, follow along something that I read in what she was talking about in Affliction. She said, in, as it were, in heaven there were two rooms. Now this is, of course, just teaching a lesson, but in two rooms. And you go into one room and you would see statues, as it were, statues of some of these great people who had suffered and had survived through it. For example, the stoning of Paul. Paul got stoned several times, and yet he survived each one shipwreck where God answered their prayer. In the other room were people who had not been released. For example, Stephen. When he got stoned, he was killed. Which raised the question, well, why would God save Paul and not save Stephen? Said, so, well, maybe they prayed more for Paul than they prayed for Stephen. That was hardly the case. Hardly the case. I'm sure the Christians were praying for him. But Edith Schaefer went on to mention, we are in a great battle, and that battle between good and evil, 
which we could call the great controversy between good and evil, between Christ and Satan, rages on in our lives. And there, the battle is really real and takes place in our life every single day. So there are examples of people who suffered and lost during this battle and some who were rescued. I don't know the answer to why God rescues this particular person and not the other. We will find that out when Jesus comes. However, if we look from God's perspective, if we look from the way the Lord saw the world, this death in this life is not anywhere near what could be for the life to come. You see, when you see of eternal life, suffering in this life, as horrible as it is, only gives an opportunity when Jesus comes to live forever. And so when Jesus resurrects these dear folks from the grave, they will go on to live forever. And they will say it was worth it. It's hard to accept at the time, but that appears that the life in which we are in. Paul shares this example with us in which that's my dog and she's playing with her bowl. Shares us just a little final greetings when he was writing to the Thessalonians. The very end of the second Thessalonians chapter three said, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times. And in every way, the Lord be with all of you. That is my prayer too, that the Lord be with all of us today and through whatever life may throw our way. The afflictions that come are part of the great battle in which we are involved in, and it's a life and death struggle. That's what our life is, and yet we can take courage in Jesus Christ, that he has something greater planned for us than what this world is. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you. I thank you for giving us the opportunity to understand how the world is, and through your sacrifice, provide a way out. Yes, sir, battle that we are raging in is horrendous. And we are wondering as we see this terrible suffering that goes on. Yet in the end, you will make everything right. I thank you that we have the blessed hope of your return. Thank you and be with all of us today. Thank you for being near us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, have a great day today. We'll see you tomorrow. Share this with others if you would. And we're happy to pass this on and watch for other things that are taking place here um, with uh, NaplesSDAChurch.org. And we're glad you could be with us. See you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.